Welcome to episode 25. Today's guest is Victor Schwenk from Sydney, Australia. Victor is a father of three kids aged 12, 10 and 8, whose life threw him his biggest challenge when his partner left him with primary care of his kids, who were between ages of 7 and 3. This challenge set him on a journey of self-discovery and soul-searching, which has led him to leading a life of service to others as a mindset and emotion coach. His advice for single parents, every experience is there to teach us something about ourselves and how you can improve your perspective to create a limitless frictionless life. The greatest skill we can learn is to train ourselves to find these lessons as opportunities instead of focusing on telling ourselves negative, disempowering stories. Also, you don't need to appear perfect to your kids. Be vulnerable with your kids and share your journey with them once you found an empowering way of dealing with your challenges. They will learn resilience vicariously through your experience, which will prepare them for life as well. Don't hide from them and don't tell them what to do. Teach them how to make decisions on how to experience their emotions in empowering ways. Listen to Victor's empowering story, how to stop living your fears and start living your dreams. Welcome to Single Parent Success Stories. I am your host Irina Shehovtsov and I am on a mission to empower broken-hearted women to break the chains of the past and move forward boldly into the future. Single Parent Success Stories was created to inspire single parents out there who are struggling to help them realize what is possible. Hello and welcome to Single Parent Success Stories. Today I have a pleasure of introducing Victor Chang who is from Australia. Victor is a father of three kids whose life threw him his biggest challenge when his partner left him with primary care of his kids who were between the ages of 7 and 3. This challenge set him on a journey of self-discovery and soul searching which has led him to leading a life of service to others as a mindset and emotion coach. Welcome Victor it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you Irina it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. So please tell us the story tell us your story who is Victor Chang how you came to be how you became a single parent please share with us. Thanks thanks Irina. It all started but I was in a very difficult relationship that was difficult for a long time. I think I lost and I think as a lot of parents do you lose yourself in your relationship. I lost a sense of who I really was. I was doing things as a father, as a husband, but I wasn't doing anything to fulfill what my needs were. I think I got I kind of and my self-worth really got affected by that. Like I, I it was a toxic relationship, but I just didn't have the self-worth to actually leave. So It all happened. I guess the biggest turning point for me happened about five and a half years ago, and you know I was sleeping on the couch for a year. You know, thinking back, I was actually sleeping on the couch for a whole year. Oh wow! You know, the the ex would be out, and she would come back at five in the morning because she she liked to party, mm-hmm. and it was weird for me. I thought I was being the good husband by just accepting it and just you know and just supporting her, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the benefit of hindsight. 
Uh, look, and I still I still believe in supporting supporting my partner, but I think what what I realized for myself that I needed boundaries and I needed to enforce boundaries. But when she left, so my kids were between the ages of seven and three. And thinking back now, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, wow, they were young. Yeah. They were very young. My ex moved out. She lived just around the corner. But she saw, she only saw the kids for about maybe five hours a week. Mm-hmm. I was working full time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had to learn how to cook. I had to learn how to clean. I had to learn how to, actually, I still don't even wash my wife separately, but I had to learn how to wash. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was weird because when it first, it was very overwhelming because these were all the things that I never done before. Right. And I didn't know how to do it. How to boil soup. How to flavor soup, you know, that's that's an art. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I had to go through all that. But you know what? As I went through all that, because I had my kids with me, it gave me a chance to really connect with them. Mm-hmm. It gave me a chance to really build a relationship that I didn't really have with them at the time. And it came at the perfect time because I had a bad temper when the kids were younger, right? Mm-hmm. I would get stressed very easily when things weren't going my way with the kids. But, you know, but what I learned through that process is that to learn to detach myself from the outcome and just enjoy the journey. Enjoy the smiles on my kids' faces when they enjoy my food. Enjoy the fact that they're playing with each other and screaming, but the fact is they're enjoying each other's company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just made me really feel grateful for the fact that my kids were there and we were thriving, even though there were the four of us. Mum mm-hmm. wasn't really in the picture, but we were thriving. And we built a really strong connection. Yeah, so that's what happened you know, through that. And as part of that process, then I started to work, to started to think about, well, what do I want to create for my kids? What kind of a life do I want to create for them? And I went on a path of, as you do, you start looking at, income, passive income. So I started looking at, at property. So I started investing in myself, in knowledge. Mm-hmm. I hired a property coach. And as he was coaching me through that, he then changed directions because he also had a passion for serving and his focus moved from property-specific stuff to mindset. Mm-hmm. So then I joined him on his program. And when I was applying for one of his programs, one of the questions was, what are you doing now or are you planning to do to make an impact on the world? Mm-hmm. And that was actually the first time I really thought about it because as much as I really enjoyed the process I went through with him, I never actually thought I could do it. Mm-hmm. And when the question was there right in front of me and it was actually just a written form, I kind of, it was only two lines and okay. there wasn't enough room. <laughs> so I tore it up. <laughs> tore up the form and I wrote him this really, really long email just pouring my heart out, explaining to him because I'd done, I'd attended a few of his events and I just explained to him how my journey with him had led me to where I was and that question, Mm -hmm. that question just brought it home for me that I wanted to be able to serve others the way he serves others and create a community of people who want to do the same. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then started my journey. So when I got that clarity, yeah. that's when I started obsessing. I started, you know, reading. I started studying human behavior, emotions, and just really started 
trying to understand how this beautiful brain of ours works and how it works against us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah, through that, then I started, and it was, and then I started, yeah, then I started coaching. I started coaching for free initially, um, just to get the practice and I find out, holy cow, this stuff works. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember my first ever coaching session with, with my first ever client. And uh, well, first ever, it was a free client, but he had a massive breakthrough. We had an hour and a half lunch. And we just talked and we shared. And, you know, as coaches do, I just sat there and listened and just asked questions. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the session, he had, he had a huge breakthrough, which is great. And that I, I remember walking away from the cafe feeling 10 feet tall because, you know, I, I made a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I knew then that was what I wanted to do. Yeah. It's been an interesting journey. But yeah, it's, yeah, it was just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I love it. I think that's incredible when you get to discover what it is you are here to do and feel fulfilled in your mission and your vision and Mm. going for it. I think it's absolutely incredible. Mm. Tell me, what were your struggles? I know you said you had to learn how to cook and all those things you needed to do, but emotionally, did you feel any struggles that you had to overcome about yourself? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think this, the big realizations that I had was that a few things, our definitions of success, mm-hmm. you know, before for me, the definition of success was primarily material and financial. And once I started redefining all these concepts in my head, I started liberating myself. You know, so, you know, your definition of success will either, yeah, will either liberate you or imprison you as you work towards goals that, you know, that work towards goals that aren't really yours, work towards goals that you were told from a very young age that you needed to do to achieve, to be happy. So I reassess what all that meant to me. And now my focus is on the journey and on the process. You know, as Tony Robbins would say, my happiness is... Ultimately, accumulations of moments of joy. So I focus on creating moments of joy, designing my life around creating moments of joy and enjoying the journey. Because you never know where life will take you next. Your destination will change with potentially, you know, with every interaction that you might have with with different people. Um, When you have powerful conversations that change your perspective slightly. Yeah, I think that was the big thing. I think the other thing for me as well, though, is the fact that we are machines, right? We are machines of flesh and blood, but we are running programs. We are running programs that were written when we were very young, from the from the mindset of a, you know of a six to eight year old, where events happen and you take meanings from them and you carry that with you, and those patterns yeah. get fired. Every time you feel unsafe and those patterns bring you back to where you were safe. You know, one of the examples which actually kind of blew me away was, you know, a uh, quite a prominent psychologist was saying that her childhood was one of conflict. It was one of conflict, one of high energy, but negative energy. And that's how their family bonded. So when she was then in a relationship and things were going well, she actually felt uncomfortable. Because that wasn't what she was used to. So she would then pick a fight. 
because she needed to get back to that emotional energy level of being negative because that's what the subconscious was used to. And she didn't realize that too much later. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, the key thing is really understand yourself, notice your patterns, the patterns that don't serve you. You know, we experience those emotions, but those emotions come from our patterns. We can distance ourselves and just be the observer and observe what those emotions are, I guess, firing off in us in terms of how we want to react and choose your response. Now, that's not as easily said, done as said, mm-hmm. but it takes practice. Yeah. Yes. Ultimately, we have that choice. I think that's the biggest thing. We have a choice on how we respond to everything that happens to us. Yeah, so true. What were some of the things that you wish you knew when you were struggling? That everything will be okay no matter what. Mm -hmm. I think we all worry about making the wrong decision and we worry about what's going to happen in the future. But you never know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. The only thing that's important is what's right now. You know, that's why we practice mindfulness and stay in the present because that's really all that matters. Your past doesn't define your future and your future is unwritten. So don't let the unknown future affect your decisions now. <laughs> and on that as well, I think I think it was re- is it really, I think it was Jason Silver who explored, I mean, a few people, I guess, explored the concept of how you interpret all the events are based on your frame of mind and your perspective at that point in time. So if you visit a past event and change the meaning that you take from that past event and bring that back into the future, or into the present, then your future will change. Mm-hmm. Jose Silva. Because Jose Silva. <laughs> yeah, I've studied uh, his work as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. What do you think, what is the most important trait to instill in kids, would you say? Oh, I love this question. For me, and what I've been trying to do with my kids is to make sure that they feel limitless. Mm-hmm. That nothing I say or do in my interactions with them will make them feel in any way small or restricted or in any way limited. I had this conversation with my son because in high he just started high school and they had a day where they had to set goals or the targets for their subjects. Mm-hmm. And he was, oh dad, I don't think I can get I can get an A for that one. Can I put a B? We had to do it and then we had to go sit with the teacher and then go through it. All right. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, the purpose of this exercise is not for you to tell us what you think you can get. It's for you to decide what you want to get and then do the work to get it. But then I took the conversation to a different place and I said to him that, to be honest, I don't actually really care what you get in school because your education will come from sources way beyond school. If anything, if you want to make a real impact in this world, for the guys who have really made a huge impact, school is actually holding them back. So don't think that what you get through school is all you need. You know, what I want you to focus on is what can you learn? What can you, in order for you to create what you want to create? 
So I kind of took the conversation away from school. And it was quite nice because the result of that was another conversation that I had with him. We were talking about one of his friends. And he said, oh, I was asking about his friend Ryan. He goes, oh, yeah, Ryan. Ryan says that he wants to be a plumber when he grows up. And he said, not that there's anything wrong with that, but, you know, he doesn't believe in himself, but I do. <laughs> he said, I do. Now I'm going to start a business. So that was nice. Yeah. That was nice to know that that's been working with him. And I said to him, you know, and it's, I think the other thing as well is we're all afraid of judgment, especially kids. So, you know, what I try to make sure my kids know is that no one in this house is judging them. When I'm helping them with their work, I'm there to help them. Mm -hmm. I'm not there to judge them. Um, And it's all about making sure that they tell me what help that they need. And the reason why I check in is just to make sure that I'm giving them the help that they need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I had limiting beliefs that when I was growing up, my mother was always, oh, don't start a business. Everyone I've known who started a business has failed. Go work for a big company. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that was ringing in my head. Every time I thought of doing something, no, 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 no. You know, as a result, I didn't, I was then also afraid to use my voice. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't speak, you know, in social, I wouldn't speak my truth. I would hold back on my views. But, you know, as part of this process, I have found my voice and I started using my voice on my own and sharing and speaking my truth out into the universe. And then lo and behold, things started to happen. (laughs) Funny that. (laughs) Yes. I can relate uh, the sa- same to me, uh, like, happened with me because growing up always was quiet. I would never speak out my opinion yeah. or because I wanted to comply. And even mm. in a relationship, I also lost myself in a relationship because I, I didn't want to quarrel. I didn't want to create an argument. Mm. So I would let a lot of things go. But what happens when we do that, we lose ourselves because a year later we can turn around and we can say, how did you allow this to happen? It's because mm-hmm. when those little things came on, we didn't listen. We didn't let make a big deal about them. Yeah. And yes, we yeah. need to be in compromise, but still. So speaking up, and I also had to, you know, go. The best thing I did, I got in myself a voice coach, and I learned how to sing. Mm-hmm. And I went yes. to Toastmasters, and I <laughs> done that as well. So it allowed me to find my voice to speak in public and. So totally get where you're coming from. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> if you could go back in the past, in time, would you do anything differently? It's an interesting question because I, you know, as through this process, I've, it's funny, I've actually, I wasn't very religious before, but through this journey, I found my spirituality. And I truly believe that everything that happens, happens for a reason. And would I change anything? Probably not. Probably not. I think, you know, time, yeah, look, probably not. Because I think everything that's happened has probably happened, has needed to happen in order for me to have this view on the world, in order for me to be able to see what I see and then feel what I feel. I'm 46 now. Do I feel like I've wasted time? And I think, and this is something else that I shared as well around the concept of time and age. And, you know, the question I asked was, how do you define age? Do you define your age by what you've, what you've done 
what you've done and how much you achieved, or do you define it by what you have to look forward to? You know, and I feel comparatively a lot younger than I did five years ago because I have so much more to look forward to. Same with me. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. You suddenly feel like you had a second lease on life and you get to yes. now go and live it as opposed to yes. waiting or comparing or thinking I should have or I could have. You just go and you do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly right. What is uh, advice that you can share for single parents who are just embarking on their journey of single parenting? Ooh, okay, I think I made a list. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you are exactly where you need to be right now. I think our negative emotions, frustration, sadness, all that comes from us expecting life to turn out the way we think it should turn out. But once you start changing your expectations and say, it's okay to be a single parent, it's okay for you to start over when you're in your 40s or whatever age you might be, because it's all about the journey. There is no goal that you need to hit by a certain time. Um, so once you start changing your expectations and detaching yourself from outcomes and just enjoying the journey, I think the conversation in your head starts to change. You know, and I think talking about conversations and language, what you say to yourself when you're by yourself is so important. You know, I don't use words like try. I don't use negative words anymore because they don't serve me. Because your subconscious is listening. What you tell yourself, you will eventually believe. So tell yourself what you want to believe and not anything else. So be very careful what thoughts you let you allow into your mind. Be very careful what words you allow to leave your lips. Yeah, and just enjoy the process and look for the beauty in the world because the world is a beautiful place. No matter what happens, you will find beauty. And there's so much beauty in, in serving others. There's so much, you, you know, like Tony Robbins says, the best way for you to lift yourself up is to lift somebody else up. You're suddenly going to feel enough. If you feel not good enough, if you help somebody, you feel enough because for that person, you did something Absolutely. Magical. That's right. And I think a lot of us feel that in order for us to help somebody else, we need to have done or accomplished a lot. And my biggest lesson is that everyone's life experience is unique. And there's always going to be someone who's going to benefit from the little bit of wisdom that you gain from your life, from your specific experience. You know, one of my favorite examples is the fact that there is a woman out there that I heard of through, I think that it was the first KBB launch that she was helping all mothers who had lost children to brain tumors. Mm -hmm. And she was, and she had gone through that and she was teaching those mothers how to process that and go through that. You know? So all of our experiences will be of use to somebody else. We just have to find them and help them. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. What were some of the things that you are working on? What are your current projects? So I am working on a challenge, a challenge that I'll be launching shortly, 
through my journey, I've discovered a number of distinctions and beliefs that I've managed to shift that has changed the way I see the world. Right? I want to help people experience the world in a different way. And I think I've covered a little bit of that in, uh, uh, in our discussion earlier, but it's just about being able to experience, to start looking for different things when something happens. Because when you focus on the negatives, you'll never ever see the positives. And I recognize, depending on how we grow up, is that learning to see the positives is actually a skill that we need to, to develop as well. So I really want to be able to help people change their view. And, you know, with in the analogy of a ship that's going on this journey, if I can just shift the bearing on it by one or two degrees, then it'll obviously end up at a different destination. And I just want to be able to have those conversations and just be able to shift just that little bit, just like it happened with me. Because mm-hmm. my focus shifted just that little bit and then I get my own momentum and then made those decisions and turn around. It's about just doing one thing that's different. Just do one thing that's different. Mm-hmm. And you never know what's on the other side of that. What was the turning point when you realized that and you started you know, looking for answers? I think for me, it was the fact that Our mind, our our human mind doesn't know the difference between a memory or vision or visualization that you're feeling it. You know, that to me was, you know, I'd always grown up thinking we are who we are. Yes, we're conditioned a certain way and that doesn't change. Mm -hmm. But once I realized we could reprogram ourselves, then the whole world was like, oh my God, all right, how do we do it? Yeah. Yeah. And that just totally opened everything up for me. And yeah, that's when I started on my journey. That's when my hunger for knowledge around the human brain went bananas. <laughs> I think I, I can share kind of similar experience discovering, you know, what's possible. And yes, how so true yeah. when we, doesn't matter for our mind, if something we are thinking, if it happened in the past or in the present, same parts of our brain light up and we get to experience and relieve those emotions and why do this to ourselves because we are sabotaging ourselves we're putting mm-hmm. us into that cycle because we don't know any better and yeah. we yes so true because we have this idea when we are growing up we have this picture of a beautiful fairy tale how our life is going to unfold and we have this life and then when that picture doesn't match reality we start having problem we start mm-hmm. being upset we start being saddened and angered Mm. And so important to realize that life can be happy. You can change because you are limitless if you guard your unlimited mind from all the negative uh, external sources and circumstances. And your thoughts. That's right. And it's funny, right? So much of it also comes down to fear of judgment. You know, one of my clients that, that I was helping when he first came to me when he just separated. And one of his biggest challenges was because he was driven by his desire for success because his parents weren't successful and his parents weren't successful and they argued all the time over money and he didn't want that. 
So that drove his desire to succeed, but is driven by financial success. And as a result, he neglected his family. And now it's too late for him. But he had that realization. So he was focusing on what he lost. He was focusing on his, the fact that his marriage didn't work, that he had to pay his wife so much money. You know, but what I managed to help him get to realize is that he got the opportunity to identify that this was him now and that he could make the change to make sure it didn't happen again. That was a big problem because all he could focus on what he, what he had lost, not the opportunities ahead. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story and your advice. If people would like to find you, where can they get in touch with you? So I'm on Instagram at victor.cheng, so dot C-H-I-E-N-G, and on Facebook at Victor Cheng, Victor and C-H-I-E-N-G. So yeah, get in touch. Let's have a chat. I share regularly on both accounts. So hopefully what I share will be able to help you as well. Thank you so much. Thank you for your advice and for your knowledge and for your wisdom. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Irina. It's a real pleasure and an honor to be on your podcast. So thank you again. If you like this episode, please share with somebody who would benefit. You can leave comments, topic suggestions, and add your reviews on Apple Podcasts. It also helps greatly when you download the episode. If you feel lost, emotionally hurt after divorce and want to rediscover who you are, you don't have to do it alone. Join our community on Facebook, Limitless Women, Self Love mindset and support for relationships, where we hold trainings and various events to help you thrive and become happy again. Because life after divorce is possible and can even be great. If no one told you today, I want you to know that I love you and believe in you because you are limitless.